Welcome to season two of our Bold Conscious Connections podcast, where we bring you stories, conversations, and life experiences of those that have taken the journey and the leap of faith from employee to entrepreneurship. Every week, we will bring you interviews or messages from us about what it took for people to take this bold conscious journey. So without further ado, let's get into our episode today. Welcome to today's episode of Bold Conscious Connections. So excited to welcome today's guest, my friend Ashley Lane, who is also the owner of Bar, Body, and Soul, a premier studio here in the Hudson Valley in New York. And I met Ashley, I want to say two years ago now, and really um, she led me to rediscover my love for movement and for appreciation of my body and to actually rediscover the power I have with my body. So, so excited to have you here today, Ashley. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here too. Yes. So I thought we could start off um, with you just taking a few moments to briefly introduce yourself to our listeners. Yes. Um, So as Trisha said, I am Ashley. I am the owner of Bar, Body, and Soul. We actually just turned three years old, November 1st. So um, you could say that we have birthed a baby (laughs) in the Hudson Valley, Um, my home. So I was born and raised in Newburgh. I started moving at a very young age. I was about two years old, which is about the age of my youngest daughter that we may hear during this <laughs> podcast. Um, she's here with me. But um, so I started moving at two. And once I started moving, I guess you could say I have never stopped. So um, I danced up until my 20s, moved to New York City, pursued a dance career. Not so much did I fail, but I shifted into more of a holistic uh, way of moving, got my yoga certification, moved back from the city, bought a house back from where I grew up, started a family, um, and then just continued to pursue movement and fitness and saw all the joy there was in um, empowering people, making them feel good about themselves didn't get to this spot right away. So it took a little navigating and um, now I'm very blessed to be able to own my own studio and meet incredible people who like to empower others. So here we are. (laughs) Amazing. And that's really what we want to um, hear from you today is, you know, this podcast right now, we're really dedicated to highlighting the journeys of people like yourself who decided to double down on their unique, authentic expression and um, what that journey was like for you. So that's why we're so thrilled that you're here and can share your story with us and really have it be an inspiration perhaps to some of our listeners who are out there right now hearing that calling and not knowing how to move, you know, whether towards it, away from it. So we're really interested in, in hearing um, that story. Yeah, happy to share. 
So Raju, yeah. So <laughs> you know, have a question. No, I, I thought you were asking her a question, and she was ready to answer. <laughs> we were going to dance with this as we always do. <laughs> you know, um, given given that. Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to ask a silly question. Okay, for those of our listeners who are probably all over the world may not have understood what bar is. I mean, they think of bar as a bar. This is B-A-R-R-E. And so, you know, I have an idea of what that is. But perhaps you could also say what got you into it. And I mean, you were two years old or three years old. Was there some inspiration <laughs> for that? Or there was a story behind it? Or was it was there an influence of somebody so, else? So I did, I started dancing when I was two years old. So movement, um, that is what kind of led me through my journey into moving to New York City to pursue a dance career. Um, living there in New York City, I did get introduced to Bar Fitness. So B-A-R-R-E, yes, fitness um, at XL Spa in New York City. My teachers were Liz and Fred DeVito. Um, so I started, you know, that more as a an avenue to cross-train for dancing. You know, it was a great way that you strengthened at the bar. Um, and it was also just another avenue to kind of clear my head that wasn't me focusing on what my work was at the time trying to be a dancer. So um, I really enjoyed the method, the fitness. It really helped change my body in very positive ways, even though I was dancing four hours a day and running 30 minutes a day, bar completely changed the shape of my body in a positive way that women and men enjoyed the results. Um, and I've really felt the strength from the inside out. So it was something that when I did move back upstate here to the Hudson Valley, there was no bar studios and I did miss it. And I did feel a little lost then mm. having to go to a gym and navigating these machines that I didn't know how to use. I knew how to use my body as a machine. Um, so that's kind of what inspired me to bring bar fitness to the Hudson Valley. And I did teach it you know, added health club um, for nine years before opening my own studio. So it took me a very long time to take the leap into where I am now. So what did it, what, 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 what was it that finally allowed you to make that leap? Okay. I can't give my husband all the credit, right? No. <laughs> so he pushed me a little. Um, no, I have a great partner that's very supportive. And I think that me seeing the results and how many people loved it, um, that I knew that there was something more than just, you know, teaching once or twice a week mm. for another fitness establishment. And I there was missing a community that I really wanted to connect with. And I wasn't able to do it working for somewhere, someone else and not doing my own thing, you know? Um, <clears throat> so... I don't know if you ever feel like you're ready, but an opportunity, this a space open in my hometown, in my area, and with a bit of a push and a big, bold leap, I did it. And there was other surprises that happened right after I made that decision. But I'm still here and we're still moving and I'm never going backwards. <laughs> yes. And, and um, I'm just going to guess that one of those surprises was, was Farah, right? Yes. So I found out that I was pregnant with my third child right when I decided to open my own business. So um, you know, a lot of responsibilities and a lot of scary things come with opening a business. Same as with having a child. But, you know, you just navigate and you stay ahead of it. And 
I don't, I just really believe in moving forward. Can't look back and keeping that positive energy flowing, but there'll be challenges and it's just support. You find the support that will help you through it. Yeah. I love that, that, um, you just shared that because I think for most people, they would, they would perhaps see that surprise or unforeseen event as a reason not to move forward. Mm -hmm. Right. Like in our work, in mine and Raju's work, we encounter this quite a bit where somebody's on the verge of making that leap mm -hmm. and then something outside of themselves presents itself. And, you know, it, it, and I wrote about this recently that resistance comes in many forms and resistance always presents itself right when we're on the verge of expanding. And, um, you know, most people would have probably backed away, whereas you decided to boldly move in that direction anyway. Mm -hmm. um, where do you think that comes from? I, you know, I honestly do question it. You know, I, I people are going to feel the fear, but you got to do it anyway. Um, I don't know. I, I, I trust the movement. Some, but I, I, there's, I'm going to say there's always the challenges. There's always the fear. I honestly have it every single day. Um, but you have the results and again, the community and the connection that you make. Life has challenges. So I just feel like make sure you're doing it in the direction that's going to make you happy. So you can face those challenges in a space that feels right for you. You know, even though you're supported that you're going to just, you learn from challenges, right? You grow from them. And so specifically when you, when you talk about moving forward and, and just in spite of the challenges, uh, yes, you know, you have three children. So that's mm -hmm. in that way you could say, you know, challenge of your life and you get your husband to take care of, but it, it, in the context of an entrepreneurial journey, right? Um, yeah. It, is this this is this the fear that you're talking about around that? Like you know, hey, where is how is this business going to grow and survive? Or are you talking about some other things? Um, I feel like I feel like more about yeah. I mean, my business is isn't a side hobby. You know, I took the leap, and it's mm. you know just being successful. You know, I'm another right. part of you know our income. Um, yeah, and you know, just not letting people down to to succeed in many ways um, and to grow, right? Yeah. And I mean, you know, and life presented us with the pandemic, which we, none of us were prepared for. Um, we had, I mean, I feel like Trisha may have manifested <laughs> the future of my business. So I, I do believe that sometimes. I always knew I wanted to live stream. I was inspired by some other studios um, that I had inspired me to, do different things. So when the pandemic did happen, you know, it was March 16th and I, you know, I looked at my husband we just, we knew we had to close. I cried for like five minutes and then I said, okay, we got to get to work. <laughs> so we went to the studio and I had this, I have this amazing team that we didn't know what we were doing, but we were still okay together. So we just started mm. filming classes. Mm. Using I'm onto this podcast, right? It's how long did it take me? I didn't know what 
how to work Zoom. I didn't know any, I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to really put it into power yet. So mm. I just started asking questions. And, but we, again, we moved, we recorded on our phones about, you know, an hour's worth of different exercises and just started sending them out to our people because now everyone was home. Which I got to use in India. I was going to say, you're such an epitome of the types of, you know, people in our, uh, you know, our clients. And then I remember Trisha, I think in in Mumbai, when we were stuck there for three or four weeks, was she, were you doing bar then with, with Ashley? You were, right? Uh, I remember that vividly that, oh my God, she's doing bar in our, in in her hotel room. (laughs) I had asked the hotel to send me a yoga mat, some weights, some dumbbells. uh, And, you know, I remember um, before the pandemic traveling quite a bit and asking you if 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 you could record some classes so I could, you know, do it wherever I was, because as I mentioned in the beginning, I had missed that kind of movement, you know, and. I had really um, missed being able to flow. And, you know, what you're speaking about just now, that's really what boldness is about, right? Like recognizing that things are not going to be easy, but you're just going to figure it out anyway, and you're going to do it anyway. And um, that's really what you were what you were demonstrating, you know, by just... Like you said, I, I even love that you said I cried for five minutes and then the next day we were there trying to figure it out. We, we, Raju and I can so relate to that. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, and really my inspiration for asking you to come on board today is in the middle of the pandemic, you, you did something else that was really bold. Can you share about that too regarding the studio? Um, I think you might be referring to expanding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So my studios, original studio space, which we still have, um, my landlord says it's a thousand square feet, but I don't believe him. So it was about our studio space where we were able to move um, with a front desk, you know, a cubby area and a bathroom was about 950 square feet. So um, we, we used it. We streamed from there. We created a whole, you know, video on demand library. We went live with Zoom and then went up through different... Um, different streaming services. So it was being used. Uh, And then when things started to shift and we were possibly maybe able to reopen, they were pretty strict with the fitness industry and studios and we would have to open at 30% capacity. Now that would maybe allow me to have maybe three or four people safely back in the space. I, everyone else was throwing parties. I in the back of my head was not. How am I gonna reopen my business with four people? I, I know what my threshold is, right? We know where you're going to succeed and pay the bills and not. So next door, there was a karate studio that he decided to downsize. So it was now another studio next door. No way was I ready to expand to another 1,500 square foot studio. There was three options, a plan A, plan B, and plan C. Long story short, I went with plan C, which was to keep both spaces. I had now the opportunity to expand. So I have a studio space that now is about 1,000 or 1,500 square feet. So we could bring in safely at that time 12 to 13 people, which was 
was going to help us and we could live stream as well. But then I did have this other space now that was our studio, which slowly started to transform into a wellness boutique and an expanded lobby area again. So I always wanted everyone to, you know, we're a health and uh, wellness studio. So I wanted everyone to feel safe. So again, that just keeping the idea of everyone being healthy, being safe, feeling like the space was safe for them. Now returning after a pandemic was just my number one goal. So we expanded, we went for it. We knocked down a, a, down a wall and you now can enter into a beautiful big safe space. Um, so we did that. We, we got the go ahead. I was thinking of a timeline. I think it was October. I was able to get into the new space to renovate. And then we opened November 1st. So we did it in a month. We, me and my husband, we, <laughs> and the kids, we put them to work. <laughs> and here we are still going. So describe some yeah. of the, the emotion and the, whatever was going through. And then what was it that just caused you to double down on, on this, knowing your thresholds had to be higher to, to, to sort of survive and make it. Um, so we, you know, we contemplated, you know, having a plan A, B and C that I, you know, this is our home. We don't want to move. This is, you know, this is like the perfect space for our studio and it was kind of simple, bold questions you ask yourself. Do you want to expand? Yes. Do you expand during a pandemic? Probably not. But if somebody then, it would then be up for rent. I basically had like two weeks to decide, um, my landlord, or they were going to put it up for, if somebody else was going to take that space, maybe it was a month or a year down the line, I would have regretted it. You know, I, I would never have been able then to expand, right? So a door opened and I had to step through. So you weren't focused on what could go wrong. I mean, well, I was. So if we, then we, then we close that studio space and we go back for a small one. If we couldn't do it, you know, I mean, the pandemic COVID did uh, present, it presented challenges, but it also opened doors, but it gave a bit of a crutch that you could, blame it on the pandemic, you know, just being hundred percent honest, like, okay, that didn't work. COVID. Um, mm -hmm. And not in a joking way, just, I think that everyone sometimes, you know, you just have to take a leap. Really what's yeah. the worst going to happen? I mean, I, I would have to maybe swallow a bit of my pride or my ego, but at least we took the chance. Hmm. Yeah. So real to tap into that. And I love that you had three options, right? <laughs> like it wasn't just a this or that. You had, you played with three ideas and who knows, there might've been many other that, you know, were available too that you didn't think of. Um, and I think it's so important to take inspired action from a place of options, which you did. Mm. And... Um, you know, for our listeners listening, what I love about what you're sharing too is, yeah, nothing is permanent 
And you focused on, you you didn't really say it in these exact words, but it's what I heard. Like you focused on the people that were going to be coming into the studio. What was safe for them? You you did say you you wanted a safe space Mm -hmm. and, and you focused on that. Like you knew that expanding the space would mean it would be safer for more people to come back. And you focused on that, right? And I think that whenever, you know, as an entrepreneur, we're moving from this space of unknown because we have to figure out our own path. As long as we remember to serve the need and focus on that, our needs are taken care of too. And, you know, that's really what, that's really what I, I gathered from, from, you know, that decision and how it's unfolding. And I'm very fortunate. I get to, I get to go back to the studio. I get to take classes and really experience um, that environment and that community. Yeah. Community has always been important to me. Even when I worked at my other job, I just knew that community and, you know, even again, from a business standpoint, really referrals is your, I mean, it's your, one of your best tools, right? And it's kind of a, not a free tool, but I mean, be kind, build a community, build what you believe in kind of, and they will connect, they will stick just organically. I don't know. So not forcing, it really is about staying the path. I think, you know, there was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of confusion of which direction everyone was going again, I'm a lot of businesses were hurt. The fitness industry really very ironically got, um, got really, uh, the rules were very strict, very strict. Mm-hmm. Um, so then now more than ever, we knew we had to keep people healthy mentally, <laughs> physically. That's just kind of, we all, after a while realized we have to keep moving. Right. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all still a bit of a pinch me. <laughs> uh, moment that it's still happening and it's still growing right so I I just also believe like you know you're gonna find challenges you're gonna get stuck or it's like okay so what's the next plan what's the next direction how can we keep growing and building and you know making the community feel like we're offering what more can we offer them so you know we expanded and we brought in um a close friend. She has a Pilates reformer business. We just brought in an infrared sauna, which helps boost immunity. And so just different avenues to really build what this space is all about. So some people need a rest day. Some people may just need meditation, different workshops, nutrition. All of this is what I look forward to continuing to build. Yeah, this episode, I think, is such a great inspiration for anybody out there who's looking to open up a fitness and wellness business. Um, you know, there's something else that I think I think our listeners are going to be curious about, you know, as as a business owner of something that is thriving and, and booming, you're definitely in this like up, like building up. Talk about what are your practices to remain conscious since, yes, you talked about, you know, 
you're being a mom, you know, three children, three small children. You did mention you have a very supportive husband mm-hmm. um, and a partner. What what else though, right? Like your your plate is full, your hands are full, yet I know I speak for, I mean, I speak for myself, but I know it's everybody else's um, experience, I believe, of who I witness in the studio. Everybody feels like um, you make time for everybody, for them, you know? And so how do you do that? How do you, you know, speak about like, how do you keep that all together? Because I know there's a lot of business owners out there who are moms with children that could really, you know, use yeah. some some advice or wisdom. Well, I definitely don't have it all together. <laughs> this is a podcast, not like a reality show right now, right? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just flew down. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Uh, but so I, I listened like to what you said is, I, I mean, I, I do making time for of others is what I am good at. And you may know me a little bit <laughs> on a deeper connection. That's a different podcast, but, um, <laughs> um, but making other people feel good and other letting other people connect that fills me up right now, you know, so I mean, I am making more time to, uh, you know, take a class for myself, uh, do a little, but right now I have to like what I, when I feel the spark or what I know what makes me feel good, you know, once I'm in studio and moving with, you know, my students and the community and then seeing them connect or even watching my other teachers thrive and do so well, you know, at the end of the day, it just makes it all worth it and it helps. Um, I really don't have it figured out, you know, for moms out there. I do. I have three children, two are now in school. So that does help. And then, you know, my daughter gets dragged. I do have the opportunity though, to kind of make my own hours and, you know, I'm not sitting at a desk from nine to five. So it's the balance. I have a very supportive family. They help watch the children, but you know, it's, it's a lot of multitasking. Um, I always said I should probably write a blog about, you know, bar babies, boys, you know, cause I've got two boys, one girl, oh, and a husband. So it's, you know, just taking a deep breath, focusing on what does fill you up. There are challenges and, you know, you just outweigh the good with the bad. Not every day is perfect. I'll share. So yeah, let, take a, take a deep breath, Ashley. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is sounding like a reality show right now. Yes. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you mentioned men too, because I, uh, you know, again, and, and I guess it's the fact that you're building a brick and mortar business in the face of the pandemic, which is still continuing in many countries. What would you say uh, to men out there specifically that, what is it that they would gain from this? What's the benefit they would derive if they actually took to, to, to bar? And it, it also seems like it's woven into the practices question that Trisha asked you about, you know, you know, what do you do in the morning to keep your, you know, we all love to, to give because we're all these, you know, we, we, we love, we love to see people, you know, people's own well-being and, and taking care of your children, taking care of everybody else, but then you lose yourself. And, and I think we've all been there. 
uh, in this entrepreneurship journey where we forget about ourselves. So, yeah. so that's one part of this thing that, you know, what about you taking care of you? But also uh, specifically for men, what, what could they get out of this if they were to gravitate to something like, like something like this kind of movement? I mean, I'm particularly interested as well because I've, I've never yeah. even... So, and I, so I mentioned uh, earlier, so my, my teachers that I studied with and certified with um, is a husband and wife. And mm. Fred DeVito, he was actually the first male bar teacher. He was the first one they let into... Uh, the method was derived from Lottie Burke, who was you know an English woman who opened up a studio. She opened one right in New York City and... He was a uh, like a football player, you know. He was a, went to a sports trainer, and you know, he I think he met his wife, and they let him work like the front desk, mm-hmm. um, and then, so he was taking classes, and then he he learned the method, and it, he really actually paved the way for there. Lots of men take it. Um, it's great for stretching and also strengthening, and using your body basically as your own machine, which, you know, a lot of men, I think, tend to gravitate towards heavy lifting Mm. and all that, but really finding, so it used to be called core, core fitness, because a lot of it was focused from your core, a lot of strengthening from your center. So which a lot of it is built on alignment um, and standing at the bar and balancing. So it's strength and then stretching. So, you know, so men can really benefit from a lot of the stretching aspect. I think also kind of really toning and not bulking as much. So it's a good cross training for um, runners, cyclists to lengthen out all that. And I, oh. and if I can add on an energetic level, oh, yeah. on a spiritual level, I think it's so perfect for today for this time we're living in today for um, everybody to have access to something that allows them to tap into their divine feminine nature. And I feel like that to me is, you know, the flow that we are able to experience with your particular bar anyway, (laughs) is, is very softening, very heart opening and very balancing to an otherwise very yang, very masculine energy mm-hmm. type of um, existence that we're all used to. Yeah. So I would like to say that I do believe in there's a lot of balance and not so much just standing on one leg, like the balance of that you can strengthen. So we go, you know, you're going to sweat, but we're then going to stretch and lengthen. And it's all really driven by moving from your breath, following that and musically driven too. I mean, bar is a whole, it's a whole experience. So we believe in a whole experience of movement, not so much just putting on a shuffle play of music and then, you know, pushing your body to the ground, right? So we have to give it a moment to realign, connect, and then move from a place of being present and conscious. So if we can't enter your studio because we're not there, what's another way to access? Do you, you have still have your? Uh, so we have parents? continued. So all of our classes are live streamed as well. So we kind of call it a live a live studio stream. So it is a camera facing the teacher as if you were in the class, 
mm-hmm. and you see the rest of the community in the studio. So you could stream that from home. Um, so all the classes are recorded. So if it's not something that you can uh, attend live, say at 9.30 in the morning, if you're at work, then you can request a replay. So then you could get a recording and have access to that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we've now built a video library of 300 plus videos and they're uploaded daily. So members who get unlimited access, you could say, um, can access it at any time on any coast, anywhere. So bar anywhere. Yes. Home. <laughs> yeah. My dream come true, you yeah. know? <laughs> I, uh, I start traveling again in a couple of months and I'm so glad that I get to access it anywhere I go. Um. Yes, you can bounce. You can bounce on the bed at your ho- at a hotel room. There's no trampolines available. <laughs> yeah, so we've yeah we've really expanded the schedules, our offerings. We just want to keep everybody moving and inspired and healthy. So, what has it meant for you to be on this adventure? It's it, like it's, it's a dream. <laughs> um, it's been it's it's been lot very uh, like a life lesson, you know. I have just day by day, step by step, you learn something new. You have to be open to learning, right, and taking feedback and making mistakes, and then uh, yeah, just just to continue to stay inspired. And to notice where you've made a mistake and then see where you could grow from it. You know, and for us, it's just, you know, maybe a class isn't working or the schedule isn't right at the time. Everyone's lives have shifted. There's not so much nine to five. There's just a lot of things. um, I guess I would say to not be afraid of change, you know. Hmm. Well, you're embodying the movement. Yeah. Even within within a business, within a day, within, you know. Change can be good. It can be scary. Mm -hmm. You have to adjust. Yeah. um, I was just reflecting back on something you said that you really value community. And that was something that you knew you couldn't set up when you were working for somebody else. And here you're able to, you know, do the thing that only you can do right? In the way that you can do it. And you're able to put in what, you know, what you really value, right? Like you're able to really create that community, recognizing that that those, those connections actually give back to you too. And Mm -hmm. that when, when we engage in, um, create a life around flow, you know, recognizing what gives to us, giving that out to others, knowing that what we give to ourselves, we inevitably give to others. That's really going to create that, that flow, that movement. Um, It's so, it's so perfect that you embody that on the physical and energetically you are about that. And, you know, someone listening to this you know, everybody has something like that within themselves. Like we all have that thing that is unique to us that that we express in our own way and to really give permission to yourself to tap into that. And you really, 
um, embodied that and and um, shared that with us beautifully today. Before we um, go to the last question, um, how can people find you and how can they find your studio online? Okay, so you can find Bar Body and Soul um, online. Our website is www.barbodysoul.com. Um, all of our information is there. We're also pretty active on social media. So you can find us on Instagram, Bar Body Soul. Um, we are also on Facebook and we share our stories and lots of our teachers are very active there. Your first class is free. So live stream at home or in studio. So you can give us a try. Your first class is on us, which is Great. You know, you've got me inspired for sure. I'm gonna Patricia would run away and go do bar. I'm like, what does that mean? Are we going to a bar? <laughs> I know. I know at first people think, what are you doing at the bar? Yeah. So it is a ballet bar. I don't know if we really specified that. <laughs> we do have ballet bars if you're you know, a dance studio that um do line the walls and sure. then the is set up like a yoga studio you would think um mm -hmm. and there are mirrors but the bar is there to support you right yeah. but not yeah. to not to too much but it's there for that help and assistance so if you're at home you could use a countertop mm -hmm. a chair a back of a couch right. Trish, we, you've used a strong dining room table i've heard about door jams so it was lovely <laughs> to have people back in and nobody <laughs> i was like i should do a contest and see people to show me what they're using at home um, yeah. weights, we only use up to three pound weights. So you could use water bottles, wine bottles, Ooh. <laughs> and All, the right. <laughs> All right. So you, you, you got the challenge. You got me, got me on the challenge. All right. So listen, I know you have a daughter waiting and with your phone. Uh, so we, we love this conversation because, you know, we, we want to have our audience be inspired by such conversations to, to listen in as to what's possible. And you've certainly, you know, uh, met, like many of our guests, but in your own unique way, expressed how you've um, been bold and conscious and, you know, through your journey of, of uh, you know, bar and, and providing that community and providing the, you know, the, the, the togetherness and well-being and, and all of the things you talked about. So we don't take this kind of conversation for granted at all. Uh, ourselves or for our listeners so we really appreciate you being here and it's it's uh, really really good to get this perspective uh, of a multitasker busy mom busy busy wife so uh in that vein uh, the, the last question for you is what might you have gotten in this conversation and or discovered about yourself or otherwise just in this past you know 45 minutes to an hour um, I did a little bit reflect on what I wasn't able to do kind of at my other, um, job of before I made the leap into my own business, um, was to make the changes quickly to make the connection that's going to serve my community without going through, as we know, in different corporate worlds, all the different you know, hurdles and loops and approvals. And before you know it, two weeks go by and that was too late. So I guess I, um, I noticed and I observed, I appreciate the opportunity to 
move in the direction that I know that works for my business, my community, my people, and myself. Because if they're happy, then mm. it's me up too. So, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> nice. So amazing. It's been so great to have you on here. Um, I get to see you later. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh boy, what are we going to do in class tonight? <laughs> That's you better record that one. So if I need <laughs> it's recorded. We could, we could uh, attach that to this. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I've got, no, I don't have your bounce class on. <laughs> so Ashley, we want to thank you for um, joining us today, for sharing from the heart and really for, um, being an inspiration, right? And we don't know, we don't really know how far and wide the reach is, the impact is of the actions that we take. And, you know, as bold conscious leaders, we really just share and put it out there and appreciate that we're able to do so, that we have this capacity to be able to hold space for each other um, and to do it. So I'm so glad you said yes, that you're here and, um, Woo. yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. I learned a lot today, seriously. So beautiful. Thank you for enlightening thank me at least. And I well, hope well, it inspired many others. Thank you. This was, a, this was a leap for me. See, did it. Check. Check. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. I'm sure there'll be a next time. Take care, okay. Ashley. Sounds good. Thank you. We bring you these conversations to inspire you on your journey, to encourage you, to excite you, and sustain your enthusiasm on this trip. We know it's not easy. We've been there before. And that's why we put together something that will support you. Go to our Instagram account at Bold Conscious Leaders. There is a link in the bio for a masterclass that you can access for free called How to Transition from Employee to Entrepreneur. So subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review and give us some feedback so we know what sort of topics to bring you in the future. And like anything else in life, nothing changes if nothing changes. And all you need is just one idea, one idea that just might change the trajectory of your life. So please, go be bold. Focus on the what and the why and let the how unfold.